the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. Not talking about a literal return of Christ. I mean, it's it's figurative. Well, none of the other prophecies were figurative. They were literal. Why would why would we start taking it figuratively now? Every detail in God's word is completely trustworthy and dependable, and every prophecy will come to pass. His word does not fail. Every single detail down to the smallest detail, will be fulfilled. Don't take God's word lightly. In today's message from Pastor Dan, he reveals to you that every prophecy within the Bible will come to pass. This is not figurative language that the Bible uses. God's word is trustworthy and true. What God says will be fulfilled. Every prophecy will one day be fulfilled. Pastor Dan encourages you that this is not only true for the Word of God, but it's also true for your life. The things God has told you will come to pass, believe Him or not. God is totally faithful to His Word. Now here's Pastor Dan in the book of Ezekiel chapter 26 for today's edition of Ring of Truth. mentioned this before, but remember when the Babylonians would lay siege to a city, what would they do? They would surround the city, right? And they would cut off the water supply and cut off the food supply. And then they would just wait it out. And they would wait for the people inside of the city to starve and either surrender or become too weak to fight. And then they would attack the city. The problem here was that Uh, Tyre, the city of Tyre, it backed up to the Mediterranean Sea. The the backside of it was on the Mediterranean Sea, so the Babylonian army couldn't really surround the city. Babylonians didn't have a navy. They had an army. And so they couldn't do anything about the side of the city that was facing the Mediterranean Sea. The island city of Tyre, remember the island city of Tyre, they were able to resupply the city of Tyre that was on the mainland with ships. During this whole siege. And so they were able to provide for the people that were in the city on the mainland from the island. Because of that, the siege of the city lasted for 13 years. Because the people in the city were were supplied. And they didn't surrender. And so the Babylonians waited for 13 years. And then eventually... Most of the people that were in the city on the mainland, they evacuated to the city on the island, a half a mile out. So once the Babylonians finally come into the city, they breach the wall, they come into uh, the city, most of the people are already out on the island where they're safe from Nebuchadnezzar and his army. Uh, And so once they come into the city, the Babylonians found very few people left in the city. Most of them had escaped 
out to the island fortress, a half mile out in the Mediterranean Sea. Nebuchadnezzar plundered the city that was on land, on the mainland. He destroyed the city. He destroyed the walls. He knocked down the towers, just as it describes here. But Nebuchadnezzar had no way to get out to the island. And so he just left. And he left the city that was out on the island. So the prophecy seems uh, kind of partially fulfilled. You know, they knocked down the walls, as it says. They knocked down the towers, as it says. You know, you can check that box. But, but it also says that her dust will be scraped from her. That didn't happen. It says the tire will be made like the top of a rock where fishermen would spread their nets. That didn't happen. So this prophecy was only uh, partially fulfilled. We might say, close but no cigar, God. Right? You almost got it right. Missed it by this much. Right? Just a little bit. Or so it seems. Now, look at verse 12. They, notice that. Notice how I emphasize that word. They will plunder your riches and pillage your merchandise. They will break down your walls and destroy your pleasant houses. They will lay your stones, your timber, notice this, and your soil In the midst of the water. Now notice the pronoun has changed from he, speaking of Nebuchadnezzar, to they. So this part of the prophecy is no longer talking about Nebuchadnezzar of the Babylonians. And again, it gives us more detail. They will will lay your stones, your timber, and your soil in the midst of the water. Verse 13, I will put an end to the sound of your songs... And the sound of your harps shall be heard no more. I will make you like the top of a rock. You shall be a place for spreading nets. You shall never be rebuilt. For the Lord has spoken, says the Lord God. Now, 240 years after Nebuchadnezzar, Alexander the Great comes through with his army. And I want you to just... Take a moment and absorb that. 240 years later, our nation is 244 years old. So think, you know, 1776 to today. This prophecy has been partially fulfilled. And there may even be people who could have said, well, God's word didn't come to pass. God said all this stuff about scraping the dirt off and making it like the top of a rock and never happened. People aren't spreading their nets there. 240 years go by. And Alexander the Great comes through with his army in 332 BC. And he, Alexander the Great, was on his way to make war with the Persian Empire and then to conquer the known world, ultimately. Now, Alexander the Great, he did have a navy. But his navy was not very powerful. And they certainly weren't as powerful as the Phoenician navy. And they certainly weren't powerful enough to, to attack and conquer this fortress island of Tyre. And so Alexander decided to take all of the ruins of the city that was destroyed on the mainland and build a causeway out to the island. He was frustrated with them. And so he took all of the ruins of the city of Tyre that was on the mainland that Nebuchadnezzar had destroyed 240 years before, and his army started to build a causeway half a mile out into the Mediterranean Sea. 
out to this island fortress. And so Alexander's army took all of the stones and all of the timbers and all of the soil, just like it says in verse 12, and he put them in the midst of the water, just as it says in verse 12. And he built this causeway out to the island, half a mile out into the Mediterranean Sea. They needed all the dirt they could get their hands on to complete this causeway. So Alexander's army literally scraped the dirt of the city down to the stone to complete this causeway. Down to the bare rocks, just as God said. It took Alexander's army six months to build this causeway. As they approached the island, the people in the city of Tyre started firing flaming arrows at the workers, the army, Alexander's army, as they're trying to build this causeway. They're firing arrows at them. So Alexander had his men stop working on the causeway and instead build two siege towers. Then they had their soldiers in the siege towers, you know, in a firefight with the guys inside the city while the rest of the army completed the causeway out to the city of Tyre. And so they built this causeway all the way out. Now I have a few pictures for you. If you want to bring up that last picture of, or the first picture, Ben, of the, uh, not that one. Bring up another one. These are some of the pillars that are still in the Mediterranean Sea today that Alexander the Great threw in the water to build his causeway. Bring up another one for me. This is, he, he, that orange dotted line is, is showing you where the causeway was located, out to the island. Because he built the causeway, it actually created a peninsula over time. That's still, so now there's this big peninsula that goes a half mile out into the Mediterranean Sea today. And that's, a, you know, that's an aerial shot of the peninsula that sticks out. But you can see that's where the ancient island city was located previously. And this is where he built this causeway out using the ruins of ancient Tyre that was on the mainland. What other pictures do we have? Keep going. Do you have, what about the one you brought up before that had like the drawing of the city? So this, so you can see that little causeway. It's really blurry, but you can see the causeway going out. Again, half mile out into the Mediterranean Sea. What does the word of God say? The word of God says in verse 12, he's going to take the stones and the timbers and all the soil. He's going to put them in the midst of the water. And that is exactly what they did. It is exactly what they did. I mean, this is fulfilled prophecy. You know, you, you saw the picture of the pillars laying in the water. That's fulfilled prophecy from the book of Ezekiel. Today, there's a peninsula there that jets out into the water because of this causeway that Alexander the Great built. And so Alexander, between his navy and taking his army out on this causeway, they were able to conquer the island fortress of Tyre exactly as God said. Uh, And up until pretty recent history, uh, there wasn't much built on that peninsula. And so fishermen used it for the spreading of their nets and fished from it. Up until the 20th century, they were still doing that. Now it's kind of all built up and there's buildings and condos. I mean, it's waterfront property, right? So now it's expensive waterfront property for people to buy and live. But up until, you know, 50 years ago, 60 years ago, 
You could go out there and guys were spreading their nets and catching fish. Just as God's word said. Just a remarkable prophecy that was fulfilled exactly as God said. You know, Alexander the Great, I mean, he, he literally threw the stones and timbers and rubble and dirt and scraped the dirt. All of, all, it just all of it. He literally did it, just as God's Word predicted. We'll return to Pastor Dan's message in just a moment. First, Pastor Dan would like to tell you about the new Calvary Chapel Ellicott City app. We recently launched an app for our church and we're really excited about it. It's designed to keep you connected to our radio ministry, Ring of Truth, as well as to our church, Calvary Chapel. And get this, we have over 1,200 sermons on the app. The app is super convenient, it's easy to use, and allows you to listen to Bible studies anytime, anywhere. So download the app right now, search for Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City in your app store, or just follow the links on our website at calvaryec.com. What a great way to stay connected to Scripture. Now, back to today's message on Ring of Truth. Now, since God fulfilled His past prophecies literally and precisely, we can expect Him to fulfill His future prophecies that are yet to take place literally and precisely. You know, it, we, don't, we, don't talk, we don't want to look at the, the prophecies about the events of the last days leading into the tribulation period and the second coming of Jesus Christ and start saying, well, that, you know, that is, is, is not literal. I'm not talking about a literal return of Christ. I mean, it's, it's figurative. Well, none of the other prophecies were figurative. They were literal. Why would, why would we start taking it figuratively now? Every detail in God's word is completely trustworthy. And dependable. And every prophecy will come to pass. His word does not fail. Every single detail. Down to the smallest detail. Will be fulfilled. You know Isaiah chapter 40 verse 8 says. The grass withers. The flower fades. But the word of God stands forever. Jesus said. For assuredly I say to you. Till heaven and earth pass away. One jot or one tittle will by no means pass from the law till all is fulfilled. Everything in God's word will be fulfilled. Jesus said down to the smallest markings on the letters. Jesus said basically every I will be dotted and every T will be crossed. In Matthew 24, Jesus said heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. All of the prophecies in the Bible about the last days they are, that are yet to be fulfilled, they will be fulfilled precisely as God's word says. Even if we can't make sense of it. Even if we look at it and say, I don't see how possibly that could be fulfilled. You know, of, uh, you know three, four weeks ago, if we talked about the prophecy in Ezekiel 38 about these, uh, these nations that are going to... Uh, come against Israel in the last days and these other Arab nations that are going to come to Israel's defense and stand with Israel. Four weeks ago, you would have said, there's no way that these, I don't see how these Arab nations possibly would, would ever ally themselves with Israel and speak out against an attack against Israel. Well, you've got the Arab Accords that were just signed and now it's happening. 
just a few weeks later, now we can see, well, yeah, I guess I could see how that would be fulfilled. I re- you know, Isaiah or, or Ezekiel 38, we'll get there, but it, you know, it, 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 it talks about this invasion that takes place in the land of Israel. Uh, and, and part of the invasion is perpetrated by Russia. They're mentioned there. And I remember when the Soviet Union fell. And I remember when, uh, I remember when Chuck Smith in particular still was talking about Russia invading Israel. And I remember thinking at the time, like, Russia is barely even a nation anymore. Like, how, would you, how are they ever going to, this must not be talking about Russia, because they're not even hardly a nation. Well, here we are. And they're a powerful nation still. And they're a player in the Middle East. So even though we may be uh, in a place kind of like that time between when Nebuchadnezzar destroyed part of Tyre and Alexander the Great came and finished the job and fulfilled the prophecies. We, we're, we sometimes we're kind of in between the fulfillment and we can't see how it's ever going to be fulfilled or what is going to take place to bring the fulfillment of some of these prophecies. But it will be fulfilled, just as God, God's word says, even if we can't see how it's going to be fulfilled. God always keeps his word. He will do exactly as his word says. Now that brings us to verse 15. Thus says the Lord God to Tyre, will the coastlands not shake at the sound of your fall when the wounded cry, when slaughter is made in the midst of you? As I said, Tyre was a very powerful kingdom. So when they fell, it shook the nations. Plus many economies of the ancient world of other nations were tied to the economy of Tyre. And so when Tyre fell, it sent shockwaves around the world economically. Verse 16, then all the princes of the sea will come down from their thrones. They'll lay aside their robes. They'll take off their embroidered garments. They will clothe themselves with trembling. They will sit on the ground, tremble every moment and be astonished at you. You know, nations will be humbled by the fall of Tyre. They will tremble with astonishment at the fall of Tyre. And they will take up a lamentation, a funeral song for you and say to you how you have perished. So this, this is supposed to be a song. I'm not sure what the tune is. <laughs> how you have perished, O one inhabited by seafaring men, O renowned city who was strong at sea, she and her inhabitants, who caused their terror to be on all her inhabitants. Now the coastlands tremble on the day of your fall. Yes, the coastlands by the sea are troubled at your departure. All the, all the coastal nations that did business with Tyre, they, they tremble, they're terrified by the collapse of Tyre. People, people never thought Tyre would collapse. It was, too, it was too powerful, it was too great of a nation, too strong. People couldn't imagine Tyre being conquered, it was too big. I think one of the things that uh, this pandemic in the last six months uh, has done is it, it really has caused us to examine what we put our hope in and where we put our trust. And we've, we've seen things happen that we never would have thought would happen. Never would have thought. Couldn't imagine it. And we realize our only hope is in Jesus Christ. He, he's the only one that doesn't change. He's the only one that remains the same. He's the only one that's trustworthy and unshakable. And the world, when 
Tyre falls. Man, the, the world is troubled and trembling and fearful. For thus says the Lord God, when I make you a desolate city, like cities that are not inhabited, when I bring the deep upon you and great water covers you. Again, you'd read that without knowing the story. How in the world is that city ever going to be covered with water? Alexander the Great's going to dump it in the ocean. That's how. That's how it'll be covered with water. Verse 20. Then I will bring you down with those who descend into the pit to the people of old, and I will make you dwell in the lowest parts of the earth in places desolate from antiquity with those who go down to the pit so that you may never be inhabited. And I shall establish glory in the land of the living. I will make you a terror and you shall be no more. Though you are sought for, you will never be found again, says the Lord. Here when he talks about uh, bringing her down to the pit in verse 20, bringing Tyre down to the pit, this is a reference to the grave. What God is saying here is that Tyre will be destroyed and buried like a dead person that is buried in the grave and, and forgotten. In other words, Tyre will disappear from the land of the living and disappear off the stage of history, never to be seen again. The city that's built on that peninsula today is not called the city of Tyre. It's not new Tyre or anything like that. That city is gone. That great kingdom is gone. And it's never coming back. And God says this, this judgment will, that he brings upon Tyre, he says in verse 21, uh, that it will bring fear and terror into the hearts and minds of all who hear of it. That a great and powerful city like Tyre could just be wiped off the face of the earth and disappear into history and never be reborn or resurrected again. You know, the city of Tyre reminds me of what Jesus said about the person who has a great success in this world but dies without knowing Jesus as their Lord and Savior. And Jesus said, what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and in the end he loses his own soul? And in many ways, that was the city of Tyre. They had the whole world. You know, they had all, everything the world could offer. Great wealth, great power, the admiration of nations, influence. It was a beautiful city and a beautiful location. But in the end, Tyre was judged and destroyed. And in the end, all of that wealth and all of that power and the walls and the towers and the ships and the name, everything they had built, none of it could save them from God's judgment. Again, what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world, but in the end, he loses his soul? So much better, so much more valuable than anything you could have in this world is the forgiveness and salvation that Jesus Christ provides. That is, that is of more value to you than all the riches of this world. To have your sins forgiven, to be cleansed, to have eternal life, and to have a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. If you have that, you are a rich person. He asked me how I know and I 
We're so glad you tuned in to hear today's edition of Ring of Truth as we continue our verse-by-verse study through the book of Ezekiel together. If you'd like to hear this message again or more from Pastor Dan, feel free to visit our website at calvaryec.com. You can listen to and download a wide range of previous broadcasts or simply subscribe to our podcast. Sometimes life can get busy. And when it gets busy, it can be hard to find the time to dig deeper into the Bible for ourselves. At Ring of Truth, we've tried to make it a bit easier for you. Our podcasts provide you with up-to-date teachings through the Bible and can be taken with you wherever you go. This way, you'll have encouragement from God's Word throughout the day. You'll find a link to subscribe to our podcast at our website, calvaryec.com, or just search for Ring of Truth in iTunes. We'd love to hear how Ring of Truth has had an impact on your life. So please let us know by giving us a call at 410-491-4592. That number again is 410-491-4592. We'd also love to be praying for you. So when you call, feel free to share any prayer requests that are on your heart, and we'd be happy to pray with and for you. Well, that's all we have time for today. Join us next time as Pastor Dan continues teaching verse by verse, chapter by chapter, through the book of Ezekiel, right here on Ring of Truth. I see the signs and I recognize the hands that craft and am what I know because I know His voice and it only takes It's true.